Welcome to the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. I'm Cheryl McColgan, founder of Heal, Nourish, Grow. The website, this show, and our newsletter all focus on making the science of advanced nutrition and greater overall health accessible to everyone. Buckle up for our latest episode to get ideas, tools, and practical knowledge you can use to improve your health and move towards your perfect version of ultimate wellness. The Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast shares interviews with nutrition experts, health researchers, and everyday people that have changed their lifestyle and nutrition to support greater health. You'll learn how to implement lasting change and create new habits that support greater wellness and a happier, healthier life. Please visit HealNourishGrowPodcast.com for full show notes and links to our guests. Hello, everyone. It's Cheryl McColgan, the founder of Heal, Nourish, Grow, and I am welcoming you back today to the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. I have been on a bit of an unintended hiatus. And before we just jump back into kind of business as usual here on the podcast, I thought I would just do a quick episode just to kind of uh, reintroduce you to the concept, tell you where I've been, what I've been doing, why I didn't announce a break, because number one, I didn't know I was going to take one. Uh, But just to sort of uh, tell you how things will be going from here on out and uh, let you know what has changed in the Heal, Nourish, Row world. So anyway, um, I actually recorded an episode about maybe five or six weeks ago. I'd have to look back. And is this kind of intended to jump back in? But then I really wanted to get, you know, kind of everything lined up again, get some more guests lined up for you, which I have a couple uh, coming up that I think you'll really enjoy. But on to what happened. So basically, I last summer, we made a very sudden decision to sell our house in Cincinnati. It sold very, very quickly. And then we went on what I like to call the Vegabond tour. And if you'd like to learn more about that or read more about that, there's several pieces of our adventure over on the website at healnourishgrow.com under the travel section. Uh, But basically, since both of our kids are away at school, um, we decided, okay, let's take advantage of this housing market, sell this big house that we don't need anymore, and we can both work remotely. So we basically just went on the road for a few months and spent a month at a time in a few different places. Uh, We started out by getting our kids back to school. And then we drove across country and our first stop was staying in Big Sky, Montana for a month in a little fishing cabin on the Gallatin River. And then we were in Sedona for a month in October. And really we intended to do this through about March or April of this year, 2023, and then be back in Cincinnati. Or we thought, well, maybe along the way, you know, we'll We'll get some real estate and see if there's somewhere else we want to be, but we pretty much fully intended to be back in Cincinnati. Well, there were other plans in mind for us because we ended up really falling in love with a house that we found in the Salt Lake, Utah area. And we love to snowboard. And that's one of the things that we were enjoying about the idea of being able to travel you know, for a month at a time is to stay in some different places that were snowboarding locations. Cause normally we only get to snowboard once or twice a winter, maybe three times, but we have to travel to do that because as you know, Cincinnati is not exactly the hotbed of, of ski and snowboards <laughs> area. So that's something that we enjoy and we figure while we can still do it, uh, why not be actually close to it and be able to do it anytime. And we just happen to do it 
in the season where in Utah, this was the most snow they've ever had, like ever in history in this, in the mountains. Now down in the city, there was a lot of snow too, but mostly it's in the mountains. And so not everybody had to deal with that amount of snow all the time, but it's like 900 inches in the mountains for the year. So it was a pretty epic snowboard year. So if we ever were going to move, this was a good time to make that decision. And so what happened with the podcast was I was, I had done really well of pre-booking a whole bunch of episodes. And I was actually took all my equipment. You can see my mic here. I had all the equipment on the road with us. I continued recording episodes while we were in those various places I mentioned. Uh, but then once we bought the house, we closed on it at the end of November. And so of course, you know, all the fun stuff that comes with that. I had to get all of our stuff out of storage, coordinate, moving all of that from a distance. And then once it got here, of course, unpacking and all of that. And then of course we were snowboarding. And I thought, well, it's a good time to just take a break from it anyway. But what I realized was I should have at least, you know, put up a quick, a quick episode and announced that because what's probably going to happen at this point is that everybody that found the podcast will just assume that it's no longer updating <laughs> because I, I had never said that it was a podcast that was like in seasons or anything like that. So it was just, I was putting out an episode every week for 63 episodes in a row. So everybody had pretty much had come to expect that. So I'm thinking that now what may happen is that it's going to be a kind of build it all up process again. Although if people are like me, I have a lot of podcasts in my list that I noticed haven't been updated in a long time, but I just stay subscribed just on the off chance that they do something like what I just did and that they might come back to the airwaves. But so anyway, that's sort of the explanation of what happened. And then also in my new house, you can tell right now I'm in the guest bedroom, um, which is not an ideal. Hopefully this sounds okay because it's going to bounce around a lot more in here than it did in my previous little nice studio under the stairs. If you were here in the beginning and you heard me talking about that, it was literally in a gun safe that we we had bought this house and it was just there and it was a little spot under the stairs reminded me of Harry Potter. <laughs> and so I would record in there, which was nice because it was a small room. And then since we've moved here, I just haven't found a really good place. I still don't even, I don't have a place um, where I have even my own office. So it's, it's really been kind of a struggle to figure out like where to be and how to be. The house is very open. And of course, Peter has to be on the phone all day with his job. And my job is very quiet for the most part, except for when I'm recording a podcast, the rest of the time I'm mostly writing. So I have to kind of find a part of the house away from him with a door. And so that's turned out to be our bedroom, which is not the best situation because I prefer to be at my desk and prefer to have my nice big monitor where I can work. But for now, that's the situation and <laughs> we're figuring it out. I'm, I'm thinking about actually starting to go to a co-working space more often. And I actually was really excited because I just found this one that's kind of like an incubator for entrepreneurs, which is really cool. And I have to apply, so I don't know if I'll get in or what all the um, stipulations are, but they actually have a professional podcasting room. So that would be very cool. So I could go there, you know, maybe once or twice a week, it would get me out of the house and give me interaction with other entrepreneurs. They also have a mastermind every month. So that could actually be pretty cool because up to this point, um, it has just been heads down working and I haven't really made any new friends or met people here. We have met our neighbors briefly and did have our realtor and his wife and one of the neighbors over for a little uh, cookout of 4th of July. But other than that, I really haven't met anybody. So if you're listening to this, you're in the Salt Lake City area, you're into the great outdoors, skiing, snowboarding, eating good food, living a low carb life, then definitely get in touch. Um, but until then, I'll just be 
you know, trying to stay focused and keep, keep up with work because we do still go back and forth to Cincinnati a fair amount. And so of course that also kind of affects, you know, the amount of time that I have to try to interact with people out here. For so many years, I've focused on what I've been putting into my body, but it's only in the last few years that I've gotten more focused on environmental toxins. Did you know that while only about 10 ingredients are banned for personal care in the U.S., that the European Union has banned more than 1,600 chemicals in these products? Besides that, there are forever chemicals in our drinking water, storage items like plastic containers, and even the cookware. Many chemicals found in U.S. beauty products are toxic, hormone-disrupting chemicals that negatively affect fertility and can cause cancer, among other things that contribute to poor health. Avoiding these environmental toxins can all get a little bit overwhelming for sure. I know one reason you listen to the podcast and visit Heal, Nourish, Grow is because you know I do the research. I'm trying to get better about writing articles on these things when I go down a particular rabbit hole to study any health kind of situation for myself, but all that takes time. For the last several years, I'd go to the environmental working group website to discover what products are considered safer than others, but it's an imperfect system and it's time consuming. So I finally decided to fully make the switch to beauty counter personal care products. Not only are they committed to making high quality, well-performing products, they are also a force for change in the beauty industry. They've lobbied the government to enforce stricter regulations until the day comes where manufacturers are forced to get rid of these chemicals in their products. Beauty counter makes it really easy to clean up your routine. Best of all, you can return any product for any reason within 60 days. So cleaning up your beauty care, and skin routine really is risk-free. If you're interested in learning more, simply go to cleanbeauty.healnourishgrow.com to download your clean beauty guide. Or if you're ready to shop risk-free right now and get 20% off of your first order, go to healnourishgrow.com slash beauty counter and find the products you like. If you need any help, get in touch with me first. And then when you go to check, check out, enter clean for all 20 and you'll get 20% off your first order. So that's really kind of the update. Um, I also have been... I've been thinking about doing this for years and I've just never done it. But the more that I run across different people's ideas and other people that are in this space and kind of what they are talking about and what they're doing, I do realize that there is, I feel a space for my voice that's, it's not the same as everyone else's. And so the thing that I've been thinking about doing is finally producing a kind of a getting started with keto program. So instead of just individual coaching, which I've done over the years, it would be actually an online program where anybody could take it and, you know, several hours worth of video and, and kind of information and all of that kind of good stuff. And so I'm thinking about putting that out in the world. It's always scary. All of this is very scary. I'm also going on YouTube more, which is very scary because uh, I've avoided it over the years because it's the probably of all the social media platforms, it is the most aggressive with kind of trolls and people um, criticizing you and making rude comments and stuff. And I'm quite a sensitive soul. So <laughs> I always kind of wanted to avoid that. But I'm seeing now... The need for it more and more. Uh, Instagram up to this point for so many years has been my main social media platform and I'm just finding myself really frustrated with Instagram lately. So I've, I've always appreciated YouTube over the years for the information that it offers and the people that do longer form content on there. And so I think 
that I will be doing more there. And some of it includes the podcast. So from the very beginning, I've done the podcast in video, even when I'm doing solo episodes, just so that it lives in more than one place. And so that people that enjoy that format or happen to be familiar with me from YouTube can just listen to it there if they prefer. Or if you prefer this format, like I do, I listen to all my podcasts, like when I'm going out for a walk or working out. So I like to have them on audio only as well. Um, but some people do like video or they just have it on in the background. So even if they're not watching, they're just, you know, their YouTube is what they're familiar with. So that platform will be more popular. So some of it I will share here on the podcast maybe as well if it's relevant. Um, but then there's a lot of other stuff that I'm going to be sharing on there that probably isn't best suited for the podcast format. So if you like YouTube or if you just want to hear what I'm up to, I would definitely go subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm Heal Nourish for Everywhere. So basically any social media platform you go to, that's what you look for. Um, but so if you go to youtube.com slash Heal Nourish Grow, it should pull up the channel. And so all of my recipe videos are there. There's some yoga videos from way, way back. Um, if you, I've never mentioned that before. I'm a uh, actually ERYT 500 <laughs> registered yoga instructor, which basically means that I have over, uh, oh gosh, what is it? Over 500 hours of training. I actually have over a thousand uh, hours of yoga training. And then I have at this point about over 5,000 hours of teaching. So I do have some yoga videos on there. I don't really do as much of that anymore, but if anybody ever tells me, oh my gosh, we need that. I would totally be open to it. I've thought about recording some more of that content. Uh, again, YouTube's a great format for that because it's pretty visual. And uh, what else is on there? Some, a few other random videos. Um, but that's kind of the thing that I'm going to be doing more of over there because I've been having, so I, the, one of the episodes that's coming up is going to be kind of about hair health and things that I've learned recently and the hair problems I've had. And if you're watching this video right now, you can probably see, I actually left this on purpose. I have a ton of fuzzies, little hair where my hair is um, hopefully growing back because I had some hair trauma recently. And so one of the episodes, I'm going to tell you about that. And I have decided, I think I'm going to share that on the podcast because I think it can be useful for people. Um, so it'll be kind of about this hair growth journey and that won't be super often. And I'll always put something about hair growth in the title. So if that just doesn't interest you, you can always skip over that episode. Uh, but I'm also thinking about having some uh, experts on about that too, because it's not just hormones. It's not just, it's not just aging. It's not, uh, you know, the word that we can't ever say on YouTube. So we don't get banned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not just illnesses or viruses or whatever. There's a lot of things. It's like just even mechanical stress or things that you do to your hair, like highlights and stuff that people, I mean, especially when you're younger and you have a lot of hair, you don't think about as much, but then maybe when you're a little older, you have to start thinking about these things more. Or maybe you always say, oh, I keep trying to grow my hair long, but it won't grow. Well, you know, it's actually growing out of your head, right? Cause like you can see that right now with my hair, with my highlights, like it has actually grown out of my head. But the question is, does that translate to length? And there's some reasons that may or may not happen. There's also some reasons why you may or may not be losing hair. Like you could, we could be breaking off or it could be just falling out of your head from fallout from like some of those things I mentioned, hormones and other things. So if this is a topic that interests you, I am going to have something about that occasionally coming up. 
And then of course the the podcast itself is all about health and wellness. So you know that I personally am into very uh, low carb keto lifestyle, but really what I like to promote for anyone is number one, you get, you do need to find something that works for you, but don't delude yourself into thinking that cakes and donuts and cookies and you know, that kind of, and everybody would agree that that's not good for you. I think that's almost universal. Uh, so the program that I'm thinking about doing is actually more around eating whole foods and just in the making healthier choices, not necessarily you have to go all the way to keto. That's, that's that's just what works for me. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. We'd also love it if you could post a review on iTunes. It helps us so much by allowing others to more easily find us. The Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast wouldn't be possible without listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. Now back to the show. It's the way I like to eat, uh, but it's not what everybody has to do, right? But you should be making steps, intentional choices and steps towards a healthier eating style. And that's really difficult for a lot of people. And it takes time. It's like, gosh, I've been at this really practically my whole life. My whole adult life has been some version of, of learning more about eating and learning more about healthful foods and, and just kind of being on this journey and transitioning throughout life. Like there'll be times where you need certain things and there'll be times where you might feel like you need cookies or cake and that's okay. Um, you know, as long as you're not diabetic, diabetic or battling a major health problem, there, there's room for these other things in your diet besides just quote unquote keto foods. And it, and it also always kind of cracks me up, you know, occasionally when I'll have people, um, subscribe to my newsletter and then they'll unsubscribe. And I'm kind of thinking in my head, like, well, is it cause the, there's always awesome recipes in there. So I'm always thinking like, well, gosh, everybody eats, maybe they don't cook or maybe they just think, oh, it's a keto quote unquote keto recipe. So I don't need that. I don't need any of that, but it's all healthy food. It's all the same. So Anyway, these are just the things that are rolling around in my brain when I'm thinking about, you know, getting the podcast started again, but it's, it's going to be virtually, you know, very similar in the past, having guests on to talk about their lifestyle, health and wellness or experts in certain fields. And then I'm also tempted to just do more of these solo episodes because part of the challenge of keeping a podcast going is the amount of effort it takes in getting good guests, vetting them, uh, you know, looking at previous interviews or videos or listening to make sure that the information they're going to offer is relevant. And then I've also had challenges with guests in the past where, uh, you know, I always try to vet them so that I don't think that it's going to be like a basically a commercial for their product or whatever it is. But honestly, that's what every expert that's out there doing this they've done it because they're passionate about whatever it is and they've created a business around it and that's what they want to talk about. So it's always this challenge of getting out good information and finding good experts with not having it be too promotional. And then on the other side of that, I'd love to have more quote unquote, like normal people. That was my original sort of, um, idea for this podcast. But the fact is that most people that have just, you know, their normal day-to-day -day life, they don't really want to go on and talk about that stuff necessarily publicly. And so it's, it's a struggle to find those kind of guests as well. So if you're out there and you've been low carb or keto for over a year and you're loving the lifestyle and that's just, or, or you've overcome some major health thing, or even if it's a different modality, but you're willing to talk about that, then that's, you know, that's a guest I would consider for the show. It just, you know, it's just interesting, but I, I do have a passion for it. And I do think again, that there's kind of a, a need for my voice. And I've had several interviews where I just think people genuinely that I genuinely connected with them, number one, and also that, you know, I know enough in this space 
to ask some different kind of questions than some people do. Um, because again, some people just go on and do their spiel and it turns out to be very promotional. And if they actually give you space, take a breath so that you can wedge in and get a question in there occasionally, sometimes you get some just some different information because they haven't they're because they're kind of forced to go off their little script. So anyway, I think that that's probably enough to wrap up this catch up episode. Uh, there's nothing else that I think I need to share at this moment, but I do have a few more guests lined up. I think I'm going to try to shoot for every week again, but we'll have to just kind of see how that evolves. It might be an once every two week thing, but I think next time, if I'm going to take an extended break, I'll get on and do a quick update so that you know if I intend to come back, which I think I always will. But I, I think it was just, it was a bad, bad on my part to just kind of go off the air and, and not say anything about it. But, the, you know, honestly, I've been around podcasts for so long now. I had my first one, gosh, back when I had my knitting my online e-commerce store way back in the day before there was Shopify, before there was any of this, I had an online store in 2005. That tells you how old I am. And I also had a podcast in 2005. So my gosh, that is nearly 20 years ago, which is insane to me that just how time flies and how certain mediums gain popularity again uh, and how I wish I would have just stayed in that all this time. But, you know, life evolves, you make decisions and who knows, it's like that old proverb. Uh, I used to have a yoga teacher that would talk about this and it was about, it was kind of a Zen proverb and, you know, I talk about this, get this guy, the soldiers went through the village and they didn't pick his son to go to war and they're like such good news. And he's like, good bit news, bad news, who knows? And then the next time something happens and then it's bad luck with the son, you know, it's good news, bad news, who knows? And it's kind of this, it's like a nice parable kind of story. I'm not doing it justice, but anyway. The point is, you know, you, the things come in life and come and go, and who knows if it was been good or bad to stay the path. But all I know is all those <laughs> little online knitting stores that started at the same time I did and, and stayed with it are pretty huge now. So, um, yeah, that was maybe one of my worst decisions. But, you know, again, good news, bad news, who knows? <laughs> or good decision, bad decision. <laughs> But that's also something to think with your, uh, you know, with nutrition decisions in general, those are always good news when you make the right decision. It's usually not the other way. So uh, anyway, if you stuck with it this long, again, welcome back or welcome if you're brand new here. Be sure to go check out the website. There are so many great resources there. A lot of ton, a ton of free information if you're looking on changing your habits or getting started with lower carb eating or just wanting to know about good recipes that you don't have to put a label on. I mean, most of them will say that they're low carb or keto, but you can obviously still eat them no matter how you choose to eat. I've used a variety of meat delivery services over the years, and while they all have something slightly different to offer, my current favorite is Wild Pastures. They deliver meat from regenerative American family farms to your doorstep for less. All of their farmers utilize regenerative farming practices in order to raise healthy animals in a way that is beneficial to the ecosystem and the environment. At its core, regenerative agriculture is the process of restoring degraded soils by using practices like adaptive grazing, no-till planting, limited use of pesticides or synthetic fertilizers, etc., all based on ecological principles. Regenerative agriculture strives to work with nature rather than against it. 
It is more than just being sustainable. It is about reversing degradation and building back up the soil to make it healthier than its current state. Beef from wild pastures is grass-fed and grass-finished. Chicken and pork are pasture-raised and seafood is wild-caught. All of their meat is sourced right here in the USA. So instead of getting cheap meat from questionable sources and paying a premium on freight to bring it halfway across the world, they simply partner with family farmers right here in America. This is far more beneficial for American farmers and the customers and the planet. So if you're interested in saving money and eating healthier meat right here from the USA, this is the perfect service for you. The best news is you can also get 20% off for life by using my link. Go to healnourishgrow.com slash wildpastures to get your discount. And I would really love to see what you make with this delicious meat service. Oh, one last thing I will say before I go. So I am speaking at Low Carb Las Vegas. Uh, it's lvketo.com, I believe. And that is at the end of September. So if anybody happens to be in the area or coming to the show, I would love to meet up with you and meet you in person. So just let me know if you're coming and we will try to grab a coffee or a beverage or something like that. Um, and yeah, also please let me know. I'm actually going to put a form on the site, but if this program that I'm thinking about launching sounds like it's of interest to you, what I'm doing right at the moment, and I'll leave this offer open until let's say the end of, what is it right now? I'm going to say the end of August is that anybody that signs up on the list that says they're interested in the program. And obviously I realize, Hey, you, you might not know what it's totally about at the moment, but it's going to be something around 30 days of, you know, making healthier habits, how to get started eating lower carb, making better food decisions. It'll be video format. It'll be in kind of bite-sized pieces so that you can learn some information that might affect your thinking in short midgets of time. I think I'll make them video and audio. So if you're again, the podcast person like me, it could be like this private podcast feed where you could listen to it all at once if you wanted to, or you can just listen when you have time and they will be kind of like on topics that are maybe 15, 20 minutes each. Um, but the offer is that if you sign up for that list, then you'll, um, you'll get 50% off the program, whatever it turns out to be, because you'll be on the VIP interested list. And it doesn't mean it's not committing you to anything. All it is is putting in your name and email. So if that sounds like something that you might want to try, it's of interest at all, I would just recommend get on the list. That way you can get the discount if you want it. And if you decide you don't want to do it, it's you know no harm, no foul. You're just getting some recipes in your inbox every week. So it's healnourishgrow.com slash 30, the number three zero day program. So if you get on that list before the end of August, then you will have the ability to get 50% off the program. If it launches, when it launches, I don't know. I've got a lot of logistics to figure out about it, but it's been on my heart to start that for a long time and it's probably long overdue. So anyway, um, welcome back again. I'm, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I hope I'm going to find some great guests for you and always get in touch if you, um, you know, if you have any questions, if you have comments about the show, if you have ideas for guests, I love hearing from people and I always answer. It might take me a little bit, but if you just email me, I'll get back to you. So, uh, take care and I will be with you again next week. This has been the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. 
Again, I'm Cheryl McColgan, founder of Heal, Nourish, Grow. You can find show notes for this episode at healnourishgrowpodcast.com. If you have feedback on today's episode or questions about the content, please email us at podcast at healnourishgrow.com. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to sign up for our email list at healnourishgrow.com and subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. Join us next time for more information that helps you live your best and healthiest life. Thanks for listening. Content on the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast does not constitute medical advice. Content contained in the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast is not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. Neither the company nor its owner, Heal, Nourish, Grow, LLC, nor any of the company's employees, agents, or guest speakers provide medical advice. The content provided on Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your medical provider with any questions about what health practices are right for you.